2: What do we get wrong when we cover the Biden administration? Anyway, thanks, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. 800 941 Sean, You want to be a part of the program. Still struggling. So I'm going to go easy on the vocal cords a little bit today and and hopefully get this thing knocked out eventually. Um, We got a lot of ground to get to today. I want to start with zero experience, Hunter. Now, I've been saying to both my radio and TV team, I want you to monitor heavily. What's going on on ABC, CBS, NBC, fake news, CNN, MSDNC, the New York Times, the Washington Post. How many times do you think that these so-called news outlets mentioned Hunter Biden's repeated use of the N-word? How many times? How many times do you think they would have mentioned it Had it been Donald Trump Jr. or Eric Trump uh, uh, himself or Ivanka Trump or Jared Kushner or anybody with the last name Trump. Because we did a thorough search and what we have found is all of these news outlets. None of them mentioned Hunter Biden and his repeated use of the N-word. What else is there left to say about how corrupt the mob in the media is. I talked about the candidate protection program, and now it's the presidential protection program. You know, it it is unbelievable. You know, look at the New York Times, for example. There's an article on Breitbart about this. Last year, New York Times ran a front-page story on a young cheerleader uh, who said the N-word. It went viral. Today, the paper's silent about the voluminous use of the same word by Hunter Biden. How is it possible? But it explains a lot, doesn't it? What was Ukraine's impeachment about? A call with President Trump and and President Zelensky with a million people on, on the line listening. You know, was there a quid and a pro and a quo? Well, the only one person that ever talked to Trump about it was said, no, he didn't want a quid pro quo. Everybody else was a hearsay witness uh, an opinion witness only one fact witness hearsay witness it was an anonymous hearsay whistleblower wasn't even a real whistleblower there's an article on uh, that also came out it was on, i think it was on foxnews.com or Brightpart. all the names of people that have been canceled for using the n-word just like hunter biden with you know country music star morgan and well, who's been like a, a big star. You know, I, I can go name all of them because they did this. And why the double standard? It is a fair question. You know, look, you know, you look at how is it Joe got the pass? Why, why do I bring up all the time? Because nobody else will do it, frankly. You know, Joe Biden wants to talk about the issue of race, a guy that praised The former Klansman that that filibustered the Civil Rights Act of 64. Joe partnered with this guy to stop integration of our public schools and school busing. And he didn't want public schools to be racial jungles. And only one time besides me did I hear it being brought up. And that was Kamala Harris. And then she quickly forgot it once she became got on the short list to be vice president. You know. You know, it was September 2020, Joe, well, some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf. What does that mean? You know, you ain't black, telling radio host Charlemagne the God. Poor kids, they're just as bright as white kids, huh? Predators, the comments when he did the crime bill. The kid, you know, wearing a hoodie. You know, Biden touts his work with segregationist senators. Like, he brought up names like, and, and, His ability to work with people like uh, Senator Eastland of Mississippi, Talmadge of Georgia. And then, of course, the person he praised the most, the former Klansman. The guy that said they're going to put you all back in chains. The guy that said about Obama. You have the first mainstream, the first, first, think about this, the first mainstream African-American who is articulate, bright, and clean. That's storybook, Man. Can't go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin Donuts without a slight Indian accent. I mean, it is unbelievable. It was a, a very good investigative report on Injustthenews.com. I mean, the extent of Hunter and his associates using Joe Biden. Now, this is a former crack addict. This is a guy with no experience making money off his father's name and position as vice president. Last week, we got pictures that prove that joe biden lied on at least three occasions we played the tape over and over denying he's ever even had a discussion with zero experience hunter about his foreign business dealings now no we, okay but he was going to dinner with his foreign business partners while he was vice president the whole ukraine thing how do you ignore you're not getting the billionaire. i'm leaving in, i'm leaving in six hours you're not getting the billion taxpayer dollars Unless you fire that prosecutor investigating his son who goes on GMA and says he has no experience in oil, gas, energy or Ukraine. Why did he get millions of dollars? What was Why do you think you got it? I don't know. Maybe because your dad was vice president in charge of Ukraine? Probably. China? Russia? I mean, it's unbelievable. By the way, Florida has now banned critical race theory from being taught in in those schools. I'm sure liberals' heads will explode any any minute now. You know, it was Donald Trump that signed the bill providing the most money to historically black colleges, $250 million a year that had never been done before. It was Donald Trump that, you know, put criminal justice reform in place because of disparate sentencing, uh, That targeted minorities in this country to help make us a more perfect union. It was Donald Trump that brought the that set record low after record low unemployment for African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, Asian-Americans, women in the workplace, youth unemployment, African-American youth unemployment. Donald Trump did that. The first step back, Donald Trump did that. You know, I, it, it is an amazing thing. And, and every two years, every four years, what happens? The race card gets played. Now it's every day. Now Democrats are using it against, you know, somebody like Joe Manchin because he won't go along with, you know, SR1. How does Joe Biden get away with saying Jim Crow 2.0 about Georgia's election law when his state is far more restrictive? 17 days early in-person voting in Georgia, none in Delaware. No excuse, absentee voting, mail-in voting in Georgia. You need an excuse in Delaware. No drop boxes at all in Delaware in every precinct in Georgia. And both states require voter ID. He never lifted a finger to make, you know, voting more accessible for the people of Delaware. But he's going to lecture Georgia? which has far more accessibility for voting than, than his state that he's represented 5,000 years. So Joe shows up in Europe, and he says, I don't want to go home. And I'm thinking, that's okay, Joe. You know, why don't, you can stay there. I don't really care. Stay as long as you like. He declares when he gets there, the United States is back. And I'm like, back to what? Apologizing for America? Back to the policies of weakness and appeasement? We're going to give the communist Chinese uh, the, you know, lift the restriction on TikTok, even though we suspect they're spying on us. We're going to give Putin a waiver when it comes to building his pipeline while simultaneously with the stroke of a pen, eliminating high paying career jobs on the Keystone XL pipeline. By the way, that developer just said I'm out. Keystone XL pipeline is now dead. And the jobs associated with it are dead, too. You know, Biden says to the troops that global warming is the greatest threat to America. Last week, he said white supremacy was the greatest threat to America. Last year, he said Russia was the greatest threat to America. Joe, you got to make up your mind. By the way, Axios is reporting of half the pandemic's unemployment money may have been stolen. (laughs) You can't make this up. States are rejecting it. I think more states now won't take the money because... Because people are, are going back to work. because government, Joe's government's incentivizing people not to. Many Democrats are now even willing to admit they may have gotten it wrong on unemployment de- benefits. Whoopsie-daisy, you think? Wasn't that hard to figure out? I mean, it's unbelievable. We, oh, we found out the meat company, JBS, paid $11 million in ransomware. Two Russian hacks, and he gives Putin a pipeline waiver while simultaneously removing high-paying career jobs from Americans. You know, he, he, he claiming that global warming is America's biggest national security threat. Not, not China, not Russia, not Iran, not radical Islamic terrorism, not Kim Jong-un. Global warming. Now, by the way, we have new numbers out today. Remember, last month, Biden told us not to worry about skyrocketing inflation numbers. It's only temporary. Things will settle down next month. And we can spend and spend and spend $6 trillion. We've only taken $3.94 trillion. More money spent now since World War II. Not going to impact the economy one bit. Well, it did. It did in April when the, well, with the 4.2% increase rise in, in prices. That was the biggest since August of 2008. Now the May numbers are in, and consumer prices are going up and accelerating upwards at the fastest pace in more than 12 years as the economy now is emerging or trying to emerge from the pandemic. Labor Department's Consumer Price Index, that measures the basket of goods and services and energy and food costs. It's up 5% in May from last year. April was up 4.2% from last April. And uh, it's not not good. I mean, and this is insanity. You know, the idea that you're not going to pay more. We're we're all paying on average 65 cents more per gallon since this guy's become president. And Jen Psaki saying, oh, no, no, it's still lower than usual. No, it's not. And we've given up a, a, a huge national security issue by no longer being energy independent, which Trump got us to for the first time in 75 years. Now the Biden administration is pushing a 21 percent global corporate minimum tax on American businesses. At the same time, they're pushing this global agreement, foreign countries. And that's a a, a global tax, corporate minimum tax of 15 percent. It's a horrific. We would be surrendering sovereignty to what? China, Russia, the European Union. And by the way, you know, countries like Ireland said, count us out. No way in hell. But they know they need to do this internationally because companies will leave this country and build their businesses abroad. Because they know, you know, Yellen is pushing a narrative that we need the global agreement, locking in high taxes to end the race to the bottom, making all citizens fairly share the burden of financing the government. Now, why are they doing this? Because they know our high tax rates will, you know, make America less competitive. That's right. It's a bad idea. And just as a side note, corporations don't pay taxes. They don't pay any taxes. You know why? They pass the cost on to us. We the people. Higher cost of energy? You pay more for everything you buy in every grocery store, at every Lowe's, at every Home Depot, at every pharmacy you go to.
3: Ronald Reagan took this country from the depths of inflation in the 1970s to economic prosperity in just a few years' time. He knows a thing or two about saving a country in distress, and now you can get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. All qualified callers who call the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco, this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Visit HannityGold.com and get yours free while supplies last. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. They're a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one-rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. Go to HannityGold.com today and get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. That's HannityGold.com
2: And as we roll along, Sean Hannity Show, 800 941 Sean, a number you want to be a part of this extravaganza. Uh, Anyway, so that's our biggest threat, because global warming. Now we want this global tax, corporate tax, corporate minimum tax. Okay, well, why why are we pushing other countries to get a, a tax? Why would we ever do that? Because Biden knows, Yellen knows... Every business knows that it makes America less competitive. And look, we've watched a mass exodus out of blue states. Why? Because of high taxes, you know, insane bureaucracy, horrific management, waste, fraud and abuse. The worst infrastructure in like a state like New York and New Jersey and California. Same story. People leaving. First time in California's history, 171 years, they had more people leaving than staying. Now, California is perfect weather. Why are they leaving? They're leaving because they can't take it anymore. Now, my only fear for the people that are leaving is they're going to bring their stupid liberal voting record with them. And then ruin other states like Arizona and Nevada and and Texas and Florida and the Carolinas and Tennessee and every state in between. I'm not trying, any place is better. Montana, Steve Daines is joining us later. So they they, they, they want this, and they're hoping that this will lock in high taxes to mitigate the damage of what is trillions of, of dollars in new corporate taxes, all of which will be put on you, the American people, because corporations do not pay taxes. It's a big lie. Energy prices go up. That's good. People use less energy. No, they won't. People are going to use the amount of energy that they're going to use. So you'll pay more to heat, cool your home, and more to fill up your tank. And every business now that gets a corporate tax increase, they're going to raise taxes, and you're going to pay the extra tax. We all will pay the extra tax. I I mean, this this is not complicated economics here. And they know it. It's a tacit admission that they know what they're doing is wrong. We'll continue.
3: Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash. No tooth fairy or piggy banks. No more selling extra items for cash. A digital dollar means your life could depend on the Internet, electricity, and people you don't know. Plus, it means every penny you have could all be tracked. So goodbye to privacy. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver, including Sean Hannity. Sean has personally bought metals from the top-rated company, GoldCo, who has an excellent reputation. They've placed over $2 billion in gold and silver, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. So call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call Gold Co. at
0: 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And
2: All right, 25 to the top of the rsc fake news cnn has lifted the suspension of zoom call exhibitionist Jeffrey tubin uh you remember that i don't even i don't even, i don't even want to talk about it i really don't it's just typical of fake news cnn um so remember when the minneapolis police station was burned to the ground last summer in something called the riot that no Democrat would call a riot. There's like 300 of them last summer, but none of them were riots. Um, anyway, a federal judge uh, in Minnesota gave a light sentence of only, what was it, two years and three months behind bars to one of the men that pled guilty in torching the Minneapolis police station. Uh, and the judge called him a good person. A good person. Um, a left-wing, cop-hating, rioting arsonist he calls a good person. Former college, I guess, basketball player, social media influencer, and supposedly ordered to pay $12 million in restitution. I wouldn't hold your breath thinking that money's coming in anytime soon, but I don't know the person's wealth. And the judge, yeah, said a good person made a terrible mistake. Want to know why uh, not only are high taxes and burdensome bureaucracy... Quality of life issues in blue states are out of control. New York violence is out of control, and it's it's just getting worse. Last year was a record in, in all these cities, and almost all of these cities are shattering last year's record. It's not getting any better. You know, and then this goes to the heart of I don't know why there are so many people that are inclined to trust the promises of you're going to get free daycare. And you're going to get free child care and you're going to get a free guaranteed government uh, college and gover- gu- guaranteed government job and guaranteed government pay and guaranteed government health care. How did Obamacare work out? Guaranteed government retirement, healthy food. You know the list. That's all New Green Deal socialism, redistributionism. And all of these states have squandered these dollars. But there's also... You know, these are the states now where they're not holding people throwing bricks, rocks, Molotov cocktails. You know, at police officers using knives, guns. You know, we saw it last weekend, jumping on top of cars, twerking on top of cars, doing whatever on top of cars. And people are leaving to states where they do support law and order. California. Yeah, they swarmed a Louis Vuitton store. $100,000 in handbags stolen. Why is Louis Vuitton going to stay open? You probably have insurance, but that's not the point. Had a six-year-old boy in Michigan threatened with a sledgehammer shot in the arm over the weekend by a neighbor trying to retrieve his bicycle. Is it, I mean, this is what we're shooting people over? Six-year-olds? You have a San Francisco market owner losing his eye in a stabbing attack. And the daughter, 70, the daughter of a 72 year old businessman lost his eye, a knife attack, because there's no policing anymore. And now, this whole uh, rethink the police madness, reimagine the police. Okay, what, we're going to send psychiatrists to domestic disputes? Not going to end well. Nobody has any fear. Of the police, you know, it will take away um, liability protection for cops. Well, every, every criminal that gets arrested will sue the cop, and nobody can be a police officer at that point. There won't be any policing. Miami man chases, you know, he sees his two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini stolen, jumps on a scooter, try to chase the guy. It's lawlessness in every major city. Innocent father of two, of two p- kids, 34 years old, shot um, after a New York City judge set a gang member free after his third gun arrest in four months. He's leaving young kids behind. Anybody seem to care? Do you know the names of these victims? Or we only hear the names of victims when it involves police and, and it could be used as a, a political wedge and a racial issue. We we don't know the names of people shot in New York, Chicago, L.A. every weekend. Because it's not politicized by the Democrats, by the squad, by the group Black Lives Matter. You know, people are scared. Gang activity is fueling Portland. Violence is still going on there. Man 25 shot outside of his Chelsea Dream Hotel. We're shooting people left and right. Nobody's getting any jail time. Now, you remember AOC supports this defund the police candidate for to replace Comrade de Blasio. Maya Wiley is her name, I guess. She's now rising in the polls. Lenient New York City judge lets a a gang member free to kill an innocent dad. Three gun violations in four months. And why is this guy on the street? Because New York has no bail and they cut the police budget by a billion dollars. 2021 violent crime in Los Angeles outpacing recent years. And last year was a record year, a 22% increase from last year. 600 people already struck by gunfire and shooting so far this year. 59% increase over last year. I mean, when does it end? Same thing is happening in Baltimore. Same thing is happening in every big city in the country. But we don't want police. Let's defund them. Let's reimagine police departments. One police officer responds alone to a shots fired call. And then mobs swarm around him. And, you know, starts attacking the cop. Why, what cop is going to bother? Who wants that? I could not in good conscience recommend being a police officer or a law enforcement officer. One of the most noble professions ever. Every cop I know wanted to be a cop since they're a kid. Every pilot I know wanted to be a pilot since they're a kid. Every nurse I know wanted to be a nurse since they're a kid. Every doctor, same thing. These are callings for people. Seattle police, they're furious because uh, the city finance department sent and then defended uh, an all-staff email calling all cops white supremacists. I love what Christy Nome did. She said, yeah, come work in South Dakota. We love and respect you. In Florida, DeSantis offered bonuses to everyone that works in law enforcement. Now, I, um, I didn't get to the point I wanted to get to yesterday. Now, I know a lot of people think this is a big deal. Well, you know, Warren Buffett and Michael Bloomberg and all these really wealthy people, they, they don't pay very tiny percentages of their income in taxes. And, well, first of all, how did ProPublica get this information? Because that would be illegal, my understanding of the law. That's number one. Number two, when you get into the article, you know, it. all of this pushes forward the idea that the rich don't pay their fair share. Now, okay, what they really ultimately want to do here is say, no, 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 we got to not tax income because they don't pay income taxes. Well, if... If you own, say, a whole bunch of property, let's just take you own one house. It's worth a half a million dollars. If you get your house appraised, it's worth a half a million bucks. Okay. Now, you expect and maybe you paid three hundred and fifty thousand for 10 years ago. Now it's worth a half a million. All right. The biggest investment most people make is their house. All right. Now, every year you could get an appraisal of your house and that appraisal is going to fluctuate. But when you actually sell the house, maybe the market, depending on what the market is at the time, if it's really hot, maybe you'll get more than 500000 Maybe you'll get less. So these rich billionaires that they want us all to hate, you know, I always say I never got a job from a poor person, never got paid from a poor person. When I was a contractor, I worked in restaurants. Because poor people can't afford to go to restaurants. Poor people can't afford to hire contractors. Anyway, the pro ProPublica story, you know, they're, they're trying, the Wall Street Journal put, ni- put it nicely, you know, they're trying to push this argument, rich don't pay. Now, when they sell off their assets, they will pay taxes or they will go to jail because I'm pretty sure my taxes are pulled every year and I'm not anywhere near as rich as them. But I just assume, and I pay it all. I keep saying pay, 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 pay. Because I know that, you know, if there's one comma out of line, one period not in the right place, I'm in deep trouble. And anyway, it is, they want to then say, well, we're going to have a wealth tax. Okay, well, that means, let's say you own a million dollar home. Okay, well, your home is appraised at a million dollars. But maybe five years when you go to sell it, you can only get $750 for it. But that's your investment. And when you cash out, then you pay the, the taxes on it. If that makes any sense to you, I think it does. But that's what they want. They, 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 there's this divide that the left always wants. By the way, this was an interesting comment. i am not been a fan of Christopher Ray. I don't think he's shown any urgency to clean up the greatest law enforcement agency in the world and the deep state. I don't think he followed Michael Hor- uh, Horowitz, the inspector general's report. I think he did a poor job getting to the bottom of it. Uh, God only knows where Mr. Durham is. If, you know, wherever he's hiding, if there's a sighting, please let me know. But he testified before Congress um, today that January 6th. Now, the same Democrats that wouldn't say the riots were riots all summer last summer, and they were. We are very quick to condemn the rioting in the summer and very quick to condemn what happened on January 6th. We cannot allow our institutions to be breached the way they were breached in the Capitol on January 6th. You just can't. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, liberal, or conservative. We've got to protect our elected officials. Just one on one, I said it all the times that Obama was president. Got to protect people that we elect to public office. Sadly, some of them are targets. Anyway, he testified and said that, no, as Democrats are out there doing, you can't compare January 6th. This is Christopher Ray's word, words to the horror of 9-11, as Democrats are doing, which killed 3,000 people. Congressman Steve Cohen, a Tennessee Democrat, brought up the topic. Ray testified and telling the FBI chief, well, you compared ransomware to 9-11. Ransomware is awful, and it's a problem. 9-11 was awful, but the insurrection on our Capitol, unlike anything we've known since the Civil War, is also. Where would you compare the insurrection, and would you admit that it was an insurrection on our Capitol with the assault on our country? I just found Ray's answer interesting. He acknowledged the violence is wrong and is being prosecuted, and he's, but he flatly rejected the nine eleven comparison. Let me just say, I don't think any attack, ransomware, or January 6th can fairly, fairly be compared to the horror of 9-11. We just need law and order. And this is the f- fallacy of the new Green Deal. Because the ones that are promising you everything is going to be free, when you look at blue states... And you look at their track record. Well, Congress has bankrupted Social Security and Medicare. The lockbox doesn't exist, which they said they were putting your Social Security retirement money in. It's gone. They squandered it. They put it in the general fund. Then, of course, then um, you look at the same with Medicare. They're headed for insolvency. Then you look at education in blue states in particular. It's atrocious. We spend more per capita per student we're 40th worldwide. You can't you can't do a worse job, and that's because of the unholy alliance, teachers' unions, the, the big money donations they give Democrats every election season. Simple to figure out. How did those Obamacare promises work out? Millions lost their doctors, millions lost their plans, and we're all paying on average 250% more. Didn't work out, did it? They're promising you the moon now. They want to confiscate everybody's wealth. We need how they do it on law and order in big cities. How they do it on safety and security. By the way, another new study has come out that shows hydroxychloroquine increased the survival rate of severely ill coronavirus patients. Yep. Harvey Reich, professor of epidemiology at Yale's University School of Public Health. Oh, we can't listen to him. Fauci under fire. Another of Biden's COVID team has abandoned ship. I'm not surprised. House Republicans are pressing Fauci on discrepancies in his congressional testimony. These emails show that he knew about gain of function and he knew NIH money was being used in the Wuhan virology lab. It's unbelievable. Anyone seem to care? I do. Acting OMB head won't say if Biden's budget will still fund the Wuhan lab. I couldn't believe it. You think they'd learn something. Top Republicans call for a probe into, you know, a lot of this, but I don't know how far it's going to go. Fauci says a tax on me or a tax on science. No, they're not. Dr. Fauci, you knew more about gain of function and the Wuhan Institute of Virology than you let on. And you had a, a palpable fear in your emails about the monies the NIH gave under your watch and, and the pressure you were told on January 31st that it looks like gain-of-function manipulation of COVID-19. You knew on 10 days after the first identified case, Black Marsha Blackburn, Marco Rubio, Tom Cotton, they're demanding he resign or be fired. House Republicans want the emails between Zuckerberg and Fauci. And why was Joe wearing a mask while visiting American troops in the UK? More, here we go, more vaccine hesitation caused by Joe
3: Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink under the thumb of the IRS and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top rated company Goldco. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one-rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, visit HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today you may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico.
1: you uh-huh.
3: 14 if you please at ease i keep forgetting i'm president
4: this whole thing about the border we've been to the border we've been to the border you haven't been to the border and i haven't been to europe and i mean i don't i don't understand the point that you're making i'm not discounting the importance of the border
5: what does the press get wrong when covering biden's agenda when you watch the news when you read the news what do you think we get wrong
3: freedom is back in style Welcome to the revolution.
2: Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. To the new Sean Hannity
3: Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America.
2: All right, Hour 2, Sean Hannity Show. Thanks for being with us. 800 941 Sean, you want to be a part of the program. I mean, it is it is almost impossible to imagine or envision a scenario where, oh, Don Jr. or Eric Trump or Ivanka Trump or anyone with the last name Trump ever using and and getting caught in in multiple emails using the N-word. What do you think the coverage would be? It would be never ending. It would be nonstop. Remember the the whole Charlottesville. Uh, there were some good people, yeah, but there were a lot of bad people. And the media went out of their way to refer to Donald Trump as a racist, and they purposely selectively edited his comments that day. We've played them in context all the time. We did a full background search, and since this information about zero experience hunter uh, using the N word repeatedly, um, not one major media outlet. ABC, CBS, NBC, fake news, CNN, MSDNC, the New York Times, Washington Post, no mentions at all of Hunter and the N-word. They've, they've basically erased it as if it never happened. Now, Barack Obama's weighed in on the issue of race, and, uh, well, let's just put it this way. I decided to put together his comments with some of the comments of Joe.
1: There's always been a division along lines of race, Madam President,
3: we
6: have predators on our streets.
1: You know, we have 400 years of uh, whites and blacks not being able to have shared experiences because of
3: slavery and segregation and so forth.
6: And You don't know my state. My state was a slave state. This
1: terrible stuff happened. Uh, and that, uh, you know, the vestiges of that linger.
3: They're gonna put you all back in chains.
1: Right-wing uh, media venues, for example, that monetize and capitalize on stoking the fear and resentment of uh, a white population that is witnessing a changing America. We got the
6: first sort of mainstream American
3: yeah. who was articulate and bright and clean, nice-looking guy. I mean,
7: that's a story. Lo and behold, the, the
3: single most uh, important issue to them apparently right now is critical race theory. Who knew? If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black.
2: Um, wow. For the first time, you've got a uh, a, ma- a mainstream African-American, for the first time, who's clean and articulate and bright. For the first time. And, uh, man, that storybook, man. That was Biden talking about Barack Obama. Unbelievable. Anyway, here to weigh in on all of this, Kathy Barnett is with us. Uh, we've got to know Kathy. She's now a candidate in what's becoming a crowded race of amazing p- uh, potential Republican candidates in the great state of Pennsylvania uh, for 2022. And our friend Congressman Burgess Owens out of Utah, thank you both for being with us. Kathy, we'll begin with okay. you Um if Donald Trump's son or any Trump member ever had said and written the things that Hunter has said and written and, or had the track record of Joe, what would the media reaction be? And what is your reaction to the media's non-reaction?
8: They, The media would be, I mean, had anyone, any member of the Trump family said what uh, Hunter Biden has said, the media would be setting their hair on fire, running through glass pane windows right now. They will be clutching their pearls and feigning moral outrage. You would even have those on the Republican Party doing the exact same, clutching pearls, Fainy moral outrage. You know, I mean, I'm sure uh, uh, Congressman Burgess Owens would agree with me. I do not use that word. I have never used that word. I hate that word. I find it to be very demeaning, very insulting. There is a whole history that is poured into that word. I don't use the word. I don't hang around people who use the word. Um, I don't listen to the music of those who want to use the word because I find it to be very uh, degraded. But in complete honesty, Uh, we do not need the left to tell us that Joe Biden and his son are racist. We already know that. For those who have their eyes wide open, we're very much aware that we have somehow placed in the White House the last remaining segregationist in politics who is now being billed as the white man, as the white hope to the black people. So we don't need the left to tell us what we already know, and that is that they're racist. But what is very disconcerting to me, whether we're looking at the uh, Hunter Biden laptop or the leaks that's coming off there, whether we're looking at, you know, um, now now all of a sudden the media is wide-eyed and bushy-tailed that perhaps the Wuhan virus actually came out of a lab in Wuhan, China. Now they're looking bright-eyed and bushy tail over the fact that, oh, hydroxychloroquine could actually cure or um, or. or in the the recovery of individuals. Now, all of a sudden, they're very interested in doing their job. This is a problem. There's a reason why the media has been given such a prominent position in our Constitution to be right up there in the First Amendment. It is their job to make sure that the American people are not ignorant and that the American people are informed and capable of making good decisions. That the American people knew half the stuff that all of a sudden is brand new to these leftist journalists. Last year, President Trump would still be our president. But because they selectively go about picking and choosing which stories they want to cover, they have left the American people ignorant. And as a result, we have this lame duck individual who is weak, and now these desperate regimes recognize that we have weakness leading this country, and they are beginning to feel themselves out and beginning to um, inflict harm on the American people.
2: Congressman Owens, I'd love your reaction (laughs) to all this. And uh, so far, how, how do you like it in Congress?
7: Well, first of all, I, love, I love being in Congress at this point. It's such an important time for us. But let me just say this real quickly. Growing up in the Deep South, at the age of 16, I was able to define uh, what, what type of races are out there. Uh, there's a type that uh, is in your face. They let you know how much they hate you. And, of course, you can put up your guard and you, you can deal with them. Then the worst kind are the ones that, that, uh, that give you a big smile, give you a big hug, and then they stab you in the back and get and, all and, you know, thrilled with your demise. Uh, that's what we're seeing now now in the White House and across this country with elitists. And I say this: black and white elitists who care less about the black community. Uh, they don't care the fact that the last four years we had tremendous success. Uh, with black communities and black entrepreneurs and and and, and, and wage growth, all those good things. <clears throat> what they care about more is their power. And uh, this is a good example. You're not going to hear you're going to hear crickets from the left because it's not about calling out the true racists because they are part of that process. And I just want Americans to, to recognize that just because people smile at us and tell us that they're going to love us and do great things, look at their policies, look at their actions, see what they're really doing. And when you see death, destruction, misery, illiteracy. Uh, all those negative things that come from these folks on the left, you know they're not our friends. They are the worst of the worst. They're the smiling a smile on your face, and stabbing you in the back.
2: I think there's three things that the Republican Party needs to now, to now do moving forward. One is stopping HRSR1 and, and putting in integrity and confidence measures in our voting system. And that would include the five things I, I mention often. Kathy, and that is we need picture ID, voter ID, you need signature verification, chain of custody control, uh, safety controls. You got to always clean up the voter rolls before every election, in, in my view, and the law states and most states like yours that partisan observers have the right to watch the vote counting start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems basic. The next thing is it's it's writing itself the disaster of Joe's foreign policy weakness and appeasement, and his economic policies. Now we have inflation at at 5%. Now he wants to raise taxes over $3 trillion. Um, We're paying more for everything with higher gas prices. And then the last thing is, is lay out that America first, make America great again, conservative agenda that, that was working.
8: Sean, you know, and everything that you're saying, I mean, even as I'm listening once again, I mean, this is very disconcerting. Our nation is in trouble. And it's the very reason why I'm running for the Senate. We need good people. We need people who will walk in with a backbone, people who have lived a life, who have some journey, who have some stories of how they've come through some formidable odds. Myself growing up underneath a rock, uh, growing up in the very deep South on a pig farm in Southern Alabama. And yet, although my family had recently to complain growing up in the deep south uh they never once looked at me and told me i was a victim we need people who understand the goodness of this country the greatness of this country america is well, not what, what race, would you do
2: first no though one. what would your what would your top agenda items be
8: Oh, my goodness. There's just so many, right? I mean, I believe China has to pay for what they have done. They consciously released the virus onto the American people. Uh, they knew what was going on by the time. I mean, whether it was an accident initially, but they knew they had time to know about it. They had time to alert the the, the world community, and they did nothing. They sat on their hands, and they began to feed propaganda and call us racist if we said, if we dare to say that the virus actually came out of Wuhan, China, all of a sudden we were racist. They 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 continue to do that. But then we have look at what just happened with with um with Israel and Hamas and the weakness that this administration is showing. Now all of a sudden I wake up this morning to reading news that Biden wants to he wants to talk out of both sides of his mouth he wants to figure out a way to give palestinians what it is that they're requesting at the same time staying in the abraham accord you can't do both we need people who are walking into congress who have a backbone who are well, not let, sticking let me, their finger up in the air figuring out which way the wind is
2: blowing all right quick break we'll come back more with uh, kathy barnett she's a candidate for the republican nomination in the u.s senate in pennsylvania And Utah Congressman Burgess Owens.
3: Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash. No tooth fairy or piggy banks. No more selling extra items for cash. A digital dollar means your life could depend on the Internet, electricity, and people you don't know. Plus, it means every penny you have could all be tracked. So goodbye to privacy. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver, including Sean Hannity. Sean has personally bought metals from the top-rated company, Goldco, who has an excellent reputation. They've placed over $2 billion in gold and silver, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com.
0: slash investing in America.
2: As we continue, Congressman Burgess Owens of Utah, uh, first-term congressman, and Kathy Barnett is running for the nomination to be the Republican senator in Pennsylvania. It's a very tight majority for Nancy uh, Pelosi, very slim majority for her. Um, and she's, you know, she's unwilling to criticize the squad. And as Joe Biden's been unwilling to take on the squad, he's just adopted their New Green Deal socialist agenda. <laughs> and and the same with schumer they seem afraid of these squad members although there were 12 jewish democratic lawmakers slamming congresswoman omar but you know they, the silence has been deafening in my view congressman owens and i'm, I'm just curious where you see this party moving forward because if, if republicans don't win in 2022 I, i'm not very confident about the country's future oh.
8: And you well, me
2: and hang on a second, Congressman yeah. Owens. Yeah,
7: yeah. Let, let me just say this, uh, Sean. Don't, don't, never, show, show, uh, never um, uh, shorten never out the, the American people. We're going to do the right thing, and, and just, just to give you an idea. We're moving forward. HR one is not going to happen. Packing the court is not going to happen. Extra states not going to happen. CRT, uh, 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 CRT now is being shown, and parents are standing up. We are already, we already have the momentum. We're already are showing that uh, we the people start coming together and talking. We're going to win this. So uh, I would say that be, be, uh, uh, be excited about where we are now because we're seeing contrast and be excited about the fact that American people are waking up. And once we do that, there's no stronger power than we the people. So uh, I'm very hopeful. I'm very excited to be where I am to see what's going on and to see that uh, the other side is losing momentum as we are gaining momentum, as we the people uh, will continue to fight and win. Uh, I'll freedom them back. So I'm looking forward. What, to, what looking has forward surprised to
2: you back. the most that maybe you didn't expect going into D.C.? I
7: guess I I, I kind of thought I understood the power of Pelosi, but I just never saw this how well she can keep uh, her side a- in line. There's no there's no uh, no sense of, of of thought outside the box. In their, in their case, she has a an iron fist. So everything that she's doing so far has been keeping them in control. But here's the other piece of it: there are those moderates because we have this close uh, margin of five five votes now that are beginning to peel away. Just keep an eye on that because those folks who want to be elected in 2022. They cannot do that on the far left. They have to start coming back toward the middle. We now see a way to not only slow them down but educate, educate the people. Hold our line, and, and, and most importantly, we will see again that uh, uh, that what the people, American people, did in 2020 the real miracle was making sure that we flipped 15 seats held on to our incumbents, and we're in a position now where we can show the contrast and still at the same time slow these guys down a little bit
2: you know if you get uh, you got to i know you you're getting into the the senate primary for republicans in Pennsylvania uh, Kathy Pennsylvania's been a, a a hard state for republicans historically very very tight how do you win
8: Um, one of the things that we're doing, we're seeing so much, so many people come behind our uh, campaign and your listeners can go to Kathy Barnett and come behind us as well and make us formidable. And it's simply me walking out, um, and telling my story and my story is nothing less than the American story. It is upward mobility. It is everything that got me off that pig farm is being attacked today. Everything that allowed me to be able to claw my way from underneath that rock in southern Alabama as a very poor little girl uh, there. Um, But I was loved, but we were very poor. Uh, Everything that allowed me to get out of that situation is being attacked by the socialist Democrats today. And let me just also say, there is nothing more important than voter integrity. I spent 10 years in the U.S. Army Reserve. I was accepted into officer candidacy school. I was never deployed overseas, but I have a lot of friends who came um, out of afghanistan and they have told me time and time again that the elections in afghanistan are more secure than the election that took place here and as a candidate last year in the congressional fourth district i had first i had i had an up close and personal view of what went wrong i was the first candidate throughout the nation to file a lawsuit they gave me access to my to 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 the to the mail-in ballots that were being held two days before the uh, election. Well, I'm, I'm running of everything. We knew it was crazy.
2: I'm running out of time. By the way, you know, uh, African-American Congressman Byron Dan- Daniels wanted to join the Congressional Black Caucus. He yeah. said, <laughs> a- a- and he's been denied, they're blocking him. I, I mean, yeah. I- because I- because that makes no sense right to me. Black, well, guess. we'll pick this That's up another right. day. I want to wish you both the best. Kathy, we're going to watch your race very closely. Congressman, you're doing a great job. Uh, somebody's, Thank you. I'll everything everything you told us during the campaign you would do, you're doing. Thank you. Because that doesn't well, happen a lot.
7: i just say this. I'll be in Pennsylvania with Kathy this week. Looking forward to supporting her candidacy and make sure that, that her voice is, is seen and, and heard in Senate. So I'm looking forward to that process. Big time.
2: Appreciate you both being with us as always. Quick break. Right back.
3: Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top-rated company, Goldco. Goldco is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one-rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD. That's
0: 855-815-GOLD.
2: At right, 25 uh, till the top of the hour, Eight hundred nine four one. 941 sean you want to be a part of the program. So Joe's Abroad, this is going to be a very interesting week on the heels of the disastrous trip that Kamala Harris just took. And as Joe is leaving, he tells our military, global warming is the greatest threat to America. It's not Iran. It's not China. It's not Russia. It's not radical Islamic terrorists. It's not Kim Jong-un. It's global warming. Now, by the way, it's a flashback. Last week, Biden said white supremacy was the biggest threat to America. Now, we've been laying out for you everything that Biden is now doing with the economy, the reckless amount of spending, the impact it's having on states and, and their ability to. We have more jobs available than ever before, but, but people aren't taking them because of Joe's extra unemployment benefits. Uh, We now watched inflation in April at 4.2%. Well, this month just came in, May, and it is even higher at a whopping 5.0%. That's not good. Um, Everything, now the average price of a gallon of gasoline has gone up almost 65 cents. The price to heat and cool your homes, that's going up. Everything you purchase in every store is delivered by an 18-wheeler. Price of diesel is up. That means every good you purchase, that's going up through the roof as well. You know biden declaring overseas i don't want to go back i'm like okay you can stay biden you know declaring the u.s is back what back to being the weak united states of america the the suckers that that bribe dictatorships and drop you know billions in cash on on a tarmac for mullahs in iran the same people that give money to north korea and get nothing in return the same people that never stand up to china or the hostile regime of Russia? Uh, this, the, the, another apology tour? Anyway, so <clears throat> a couple of developments have happened. One, we saw just this week, Biden is has lifted the ban on TikTok that President Trump put in place because they believe the Chinese communists were spying on us through that app. Now, Joe Joe says it's fine. Just like Joe approved Vladimir Putin's pipeline to our allies in Western Europe while simultaneously killing career, high-paying career jobs in the oil industry with the Keystone XL pipeline, and the news out today is the Keystone XL pipeline project has now been abandoned by the developer because there's no point with Joe being president even pursuing such a thing. Uh, none of this is good for the country. Now, a couple of senators, John Tester, Montana, and Steve uh, John Tester and Steve Daines of Montana have uh, put out statements regarding this. Steve Daines saying today that the company backing the Keystone XL pipeline is now forced to officially pull the plug. And he says it's devastating for our economy, for jobs, for the environment, for national security, and it's entirely Biden's fault. Uh, The senator from the great state of Montana, Steve Daines, joins us. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well, Sean. Thanks. Well, that's not good news that the developer pulled out, but the developer, in my view, had no choice.
9: Well, they did. It's devastating news, but let's be very, very clear. This is entirely 100% President Biden's fault. He signed that executive order killing the pipeline six hours after he was sworn in. T.C. Energy didn't want to do this. That's the company that was going to install the pipeline. They were forced by Biden. T.C. Energy was getting ready to bury the pipeline. There were literally pipes pre-staged. The workers are there on the job site working to get it ready to go and to create Montana jobs. But instead, Biden buried T.C. Energy. He buried the Montana jobs that came with it. This is a $5 billion plus infrastructure project, Sean, that's funded by the private sector. No cost to taxpayers. And Biden killed it really six hours into his administration. And finally, T.C. Energy could not afford to continue with this uncertainty. And I don't blame them. They had to pull the plug. But they they killed these jobs. uh, The president did anyway. And uh, we've lost Tens of millions of tax revenue. Uh, by the way, the, uh, jobs, I've interviewed these, these guys, students.
2: Senator. That these jobs pay a hundred, in some cases, two hundred plus grand a year. These are great, high-paying career, and in most cases, union jobs. And you know the cavalier statements of Buddha Judge and other administration officials. No, 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 no. We're we want you to have a, a, another high-paying union job. Well, this very, this is a very skill-specific. If you're working in the energy sector, you, you just it, it doesn't translate necessarily into solar panels that may be five years down the road.
9: Well, remember, Sean, a pipeline is the, most, it's the safest way and the most environmentally sound way to transmit an oil product. If they don't do it by a pipeline, they do it by either trains or by trucks. That'll put more stress on the infrastructure. It'll create more carbon emissions. So it, it, it makes... Absolutely no sense. Sean, best I can tell, this was simply a payback to the radical environmentalists coming off the election. He said, You know what? I'm going to put a, a greater uh, value on the radical environmentalists than I am on the jobs in Montana and across this country and energy security. I'll tell you the folks who are cheering right now the folks who are cheering this decision are the Chinese, the Iranians, and the Russians. We're importing more oil and liquids from Russia than we are from Saudi Arabia Arabia as we speak right now, Sean. All right, so, so we, we were energy
2: independent, though, for the first time in 75 years. We now are, have w- been watching, even before this decision, well, not this decision, other energy decisions like Anwar, you know, energy prices are going through the roof. Uh, it's not good for our national security because we're dependent on countries that in many cases are hostile to us and hate us. Uh, it's the lifeblood of the world's economy. We're allowing Putin and Russia to get rich again. They're forming new alliances with our allies in Western Europe because they're now going to be dependent on Putin and Russia. Um, and, and you know, then one has to ask, well, why would you make exemptions for Putin and President Xi and, and China and TikTok? Frankly, I'm, I'm of a suspicious mind that maybe... Biden feels there's compromising information they might have on his 0 experience son that made millions of dollars cashing in on his name.
9: Well, th- there's no explanation, at least on the surface, Sean, around why he would greenlight a natural gas pipeline from Russia, that Nord Stream 2, that's going to make Europe more dependent now on Russia, create Russian jobs put more cur- hard currency into the Russian economy to to prop up Putin, at the same time, killing American jobs and killing our pipeline. It, it makes absolutely no sense.
2: Let me play for you. Let's take a trip down memory lane. And this was during one of the debates with President Trump. President Trump, he had to do the real questioning because the mob and the media, you know, put Joe Biden in the candidate protection program. Now he's in the presidential protection program. Never gets asked a tough question. Not one person in the media mentioned that hunter biden used the n-word so many times uh imagine if it was a trump kid but i digress but trump asked specifically joe biden in this debate about oil and energy and this is what happened
6: would he close it down falls, the oil industry it falls, would you close it down falls, the falls. oil industry? i
3: would transition from the oil industry yes Oh, I would transition. A big that, it is a big statement that's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh, I see. And here's the deal. But you that's can't a big do statement. That. Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time. Over time, and I'd stop giving to the oil industry. I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the to the gas. Excuse me, to the to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. And that's maybe the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically, what he's question, saying is he is Mr. going President. to destroy.
6: The oil industry. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma?
2: I made a great exchange, and um, the people that were laid off by the stroke of that pen, Keystone XL Pipeline, other people in the energy sector, uh, they didn't get high-paying career jobs that replaced the jobs they just lost, Senator.
9: Well, I tell you what, President Trump was right. And I know there's a lot of voter remorse at the moment seeing what's going on with President Biden. You know, when I look at the the comments made earlier about the threats to the world, threats to this country, frankly, it's the philosophy and the actions of the Biden administration and the Socialist Democrats right here in Washington, D.C. They are, frankly, a big threat to the future of this country and the future of the free will. Look what they have done, emboldening Iran. And that, of course, triggers Hamas and Hezbollah. Again, our adversaries are cheering these actions, Sean, and it's hardworking Americans who are bearing the brunt of higher energy prices, lost jobs, loss of national security. It's it's the American worker that is feeling the pain from these decisions by President Biden and are adversaries that are literally standing on their chairs and cheering right now.
2: I mean, that's that. I agree with you completely. And we've given up one, probably one of the, the defining top five success stories of the trump administration which is for the first time in 75 years achieving energy independence and the benefits we we had energy cheaper than we'd ever had it now those prices are going up it has a ripple effect a negative one we pay more for every all the goods we buy in every pharmacy every every drugstore every grocery store every home depot and and lowe's that we go into uh look at the price of lumber you know, look at the hacking by Russians. And, and I just raised the question, why is he giving exemptions to Putin to build his pipeline while taking away simultaneously American jobs? That doesn't make sense to me, Senator.
9: It makes no sense at all. And to tell you, the, 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 we were in a strong position in this country coming off of President Trump's administration with our economy, energy, security. And we're just it just befuddled all of us here to see what this administration is doing to unilaterally disarm our country as relates to energy security. This is a very dangerous threat. In fact, this is one of our key advantages we have to beat China long-term. We are free. They're not. We have the rule of law. They don't. We have an abundant supply of energy, and they don't. Those are amazing advantages that we have. As you see what's going on here with the, the Democrats, who many have gone so far left, it's hard to even walk with them anymore, and President Biden. They're the ones that are weak in this country. And this is the fight we've got right now in Washington, D.C.
2: Quick break. The Labor Department's Consumer Price Index, which measures a basket of goods and services as well as energy and food costs, it went up 5% from May last year. That's higher than April's 4.2% year-over-year rise in prices. Uh, The biggest 12-month rise since August of 2008, and we all know what happened then. And the core consumer price index, which excludes volatile food and energy costs, that went up, you know, 4 percent from a year ago. And I'm looking at these numbers. This is impacting every single American in every way. Now, add to that the six trillion dollars that Joe is spending. Add to that the three trillion that he wants to add in new taxes. Uh, I think you would agree with me, Senator. Corporations tend not to pay taxes. They'll pass the cost on to consumers, won't they?
9: They will. No, there's, no, there's no free lunch here. You raise taxes, you raise prices. I, Sean, I worked in the private sector for 28 years, most of the time with publicly traded companies. That's exactly what happened. And remember, inflation inflation is one of the greatest threats to the American people's paycheck because it shrinks the paycheck. You go back to what happened back in the 1970s when we were dependent on the Middle East for oil, the War of Yom Kippur, oil prices quadrupled, and we saw a 30-year fixed mortgage for a home at 8 18.6% in 1981. That was because of high energy prices and inflationary shock on the economy. And, of course, the Fed raised rates. Listen, you know we're, we're li- we were living in a time of unprecedented um, prosperity under President Trump. And President Biden now is putting at risk this economy, killing jobs, inflation. Interest rates are going up, Sean. That's just a, that's just a fact. as the these inflationary pressure hitting the economy.
2: Let me get your take on this Biden proposal of a global a global control of US taxes. Now, you know, they, they want this 21% or 15% global corporate minimum tax on American businesses. Now, I think by by pushing hard for this, there's an admission here, it's a terrible idea. And I, and I think what they're trying to do is they recognize it is such a disincentive to business, they're trying to get every other country to join in with their stupidity to justify it because they know that businesses will take their business to other countries. Is that a fair assumption? Absolutely.
9: I mean, Sean, each one of us that serves here in the United States Congress, the Senate, the, in, including the President, the Presidency, as well as the Cabinet we swore an oath to the Constitution of the United States of America, not to the EU, not to our European allies. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't disagree that we should continue to work with our allies, but for heaven's sakes, we've got to put pauses in, in place in the United States to protect. Our businesses, prior to the taxes we cut back in 2017, we were having inversions going on. That's where companies would send their businesses overseas because of tax reasons. Once we passed the tax cuts of 2017 with President Trump, you know what? That came to an immediate halt. That's why you've got Secretary Yellen going overseas, wanting to get our European allies to essentially raise their taxes, because they've been lowering tax in a place like Ireland. Why? To attract more businesses. It's not that complicated. You raise tax in the United States, you're going to see businesses leave our country. And the jobs are
2: oh, gone. That's why they're leaving states like New York, California, New Jersey, Michigan, et cetera. But they're not leaving Montana. Uh, and and people like me need to go to Montana. Get the hell out of here. Senator, we always love having John, you. Thank Sean, you, sir.
9: John, we've got, we've, got, we've got a great governor, Greg Gianforte. The public, first Republican in 16 years. He's cutting taxes, lowering spending, making government run more efficiently. Uh, Montana's open for business.
2: You know what? That's great news. I'm glad the people of Montana are not suffering the way we are. I really mean that.
3: Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour. All
2: right, news roundup, information overload hour, Sean Hannity Show, eight hundred nine four one 941 sean If you want to be a part of the program, uh, I, I love Joe Biden. He, he gushes in Europe. I don't want to go home. I'm like, it's OK, Joe, you can stay. We're perfectly fine with that. Stay there for as long as you want. Uh, although it's going to get very embarrassing very fast. And Kamala Harris sits down with Lester Holt. Hardly a tough interview. And he asks, well, are you going to go to the border? And this turned into a disaster with the nervous laugh included.
3: Americans don't see a lot of that on a daily basis. What they yeah. do see it at, at their own border, children being lowered over fences, yeah. children coming in with, you know, phone numbers stenciled on, on their hand. Yeah. And so the question has come up, and you heard it here, and you'll hear it again, I'm sure. It's why not visit the border? Why not see what Americans are seeing in this crisis?
4: Well, we are going to the border. We have to deal with what's happening at the border. There's no question about that. That's not a debatable point. But we have to understand that there's a reason people are arriving at our border and ask what is that reason and then identify the problem so we can fix it.
0: Just quickly,
3: put a button. Okay. Do you have any plans to visit the border?
4: I, at some point, you know, I, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole, this whole, this whole thing about the border—we've been to the border. We've been to the border.
3: You haven't been to the
4: border, I, and I haven't been to Europe. And I mean, I don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. I'm not discounting the importance of the border. Well,
2: okay, and I bet she hasn't been to the moon either. But there's a crisis at the border. Uh, Lester Holt, to his credit, I guess he might have actually been watching the Hannity program because I don't know many programs that have been showing the images of Joe and Kamala's cages that they've been building down at the border in the middle of a pandemic, overcrowded as as much as possible. There's no room to even walk around. Kids piled on top of each other. Uh, COVID running rampant and then being sent out and shipped out to other states as Joe and Kamala and the stay in Mexico policy, stop border wall construction and catch and release basically becomes uh, process and release. You don't even get a court date. And, and then the, the states, they're prohibited from from deporting people and they're just burdened with the financial cost of food and, and water and shelter and health care and education and everything else because they fail to uh, enforce uh, the laws of this land. And, you know, if I did it, if you did it, that would be aiding and abetting in a crime. And that would probably mean time in jail. But you only get time in jail if you're a conservative or a Republican, not a Democrat. Uh, we uh, we have uh, with us to respond to this and much, much more. We've gotten very impressed with the Arizona attorney general. Uh, he has a big announcement he's making today. Um, we now have been putting him on the program a lot because he's been on the front lines telling us the truth what's really going on at the border and he actually has the legal background and fighting the biden harris administration and uh, he's done a phenomenal job he's uh, impressed everyone here on this program and many of you have given us a lot of positive feedback on him uh why don't we start with your announcement and then we'll move towards your reaction to kamala harris oh, thank you sean
5: for having me on there's so much to talk about it but as you've talked about the importance of the rule of law and federalism, protecting our borders, supporting hardworking taxpayers, uh, ensuring that we have good judges that understand the rule of law, standing up to China, protecting our religious liberties, second amendment rights, all the stuff you and I have talked about, it's important that we have a senator in Arizona that represents Arizona values and not Washington, DC values. And so you were one of the very first people that ever even kind of planted a seed in my mind about, hey, Bernovich, why don't you run for the Senate? And I'll tell you what. I'm going to do it. I'm going to now, I'm announcing today right now on your show for the first time. I'm going to run for the Senate. I'm jumping in the race. I need a lot of help from a lot of people. You know, I, I am a public school kid, a first-generation American, and I need a lot of help. People can go to com to help out, but it's time we have senators that understand.
2: How do you spell Berno, a- by the way?
5: <laughs> B, just the way it's said. No, it's B as in boy ours in Romeo, and is in November, O O's is Oscar for F-O-R-A-Z dot com. Berno. So we we got the Berno Brigade. I'm gonna need help supporting Uh, you know, the rule of law, helping secure our border, and we got to put pressure on the Biden administration. Johnny, you're doing it. But a lot of other people in the media aren't to make sure that uh, they're not continuing to take this country in this radical left direction, whether it's centralizing elections in D.C., whether it's overwhelming the border and law enforcement communities, um, you know, or whether it's undermining, you know, the rule of law. We got to have folks that are willing to stand up and fight. And that's what I've done my entire career.
2: I would imagine, because when I did the town hall in Nashville with some of the most prominent governors, Governor Ducey was on that show, uh, told me he is not running against Mark Kelly. I do think this is a seat that is winnable. Uh, I think Mark Kelly is out of touch with the people of Arizona on issues like the border, like the Second Amendment. And he pretty much has has been towing the, the Chuck Schumer radical left uh, democratic socialist new green deal line and he's he's become a reliable leftist vote for the country for the democratic party and uh, i would think there's a vulnerability there
5: absolutely if you look i grew up in arizona and we need a senator that has arizona values and arizona values are traditional conservative libertarian values that understand that um, you know, the role of the government is not to give us our rights, but the states created the federal government. And the governments are instituted to ensure liberty and the rule of law. And he doesn't understand that. And as you just said, Sean, he is all about taking orders from Chuck and Nancy. He is a weak politician. He votes 90% of the time with the, the hardcore left party line. And so he really, frankly, doesn't care about Arizona Arizona values. He cares about being a Washington, D.C. politician. And it frustrates me. As so I said, public school kid that grew up here in Arizona, this, the home of Barry Goldwater and all these you know, great folks that understand, understood federalism and that we don't want to centralize power in Washington, D.C., Kelly doesn't get it. And when we, we as conservatives, and I know you've talked about this too, when we articulate and defend our values, we focus on, you know, securing the border, upholding the rule of law, ensuring, you know, light, low taxes, light regulatory touch, ensuring we have judges that don't make the law but enforce the law, protecting our Second Amendment rights, all these things that are so fundamental to liberty and freedom, he doesn't understand. And you know, Sean, this is what the left's doing, all the stuff. You know, you mentioned, you know, Biden's and, you know, Europe now and stuff. You know, they, they want to radically shift power to Washington, D.C., whether it's, you know, H.R. 1, you know, SB 1 nationalizing elections, whether it's undermining our Second Amendment rights, whether it's appointing judges they are going to implement a radical agenda, they want to fundamentally alter this country. And you just said a second ago, you alluded to Joe Biden saying the generals were saying that climate change is the biggest problem. Look, when the Soviet Union collapsed, communism didn't die all those people just ended up in the environmental movement and the environmental movement is all about centralizing power with global elites and controlling all of our lives
2: you know with there's so much there let me go specifically though um i, I, I look i think putin's going to eat joe biden's lunch whether it's in public or private it doesn't matter we know that uh, Joe Biden and his secretary of state, Blinken, literally go to Anchorage and got lectures on human rights from the communist Chinese, and they took it. They got a, a verbal public beat down. Uh, now Kamala Harris, you know, is is, you know, given an education and literally, uh, you know, a, a knockdown punch from the president of Guatemala, Mexico. You're causing the problem. We're not causing the problem. You're causing the problem. And then she can't even do a simple interview with Lester Holt and answer a question. Are you going to the border? Now, you know this because you've been on the program before. Mr. Attorney General, I've, I've been to that border. I've been in Arizona on the border. I've been from Rio Grande to San Diego uh, 12, 13, 14 times. I've stopped counting. I've been on helicopters and boats. I've been on all terrain vehicles. I've been on horseback. I've been on foot. I've been there when gang members are arrested. I've watched families in the middle of interviewing uh, Governor Rick Perry at the time. I watched entire families from El Salvador just cross the border. The governor of the state is right there. Um, I was there for that. I've been to the drug warehouses, floor to ceiling, the biggest warehouse I've ever seen with the worst stench in the world. Uh, And this is where 90 percent of heroin and fentanyl is making its way into this country. And she, so I haven't been to Europe either. What kind of answer is that? I got an education every time I went to the border. I I saw the tunnels that were dug from Mexico up into an office building in San Diego. Maybe she can learn a thing or two.
5: Sean, without a doubt, the border crisis is not only a national security issue, it's a public health and safety issue. And you know, you and I have talked about this, too, that the cartels make money off every single human being and all the drugs that are going across the border. By the Biden administration's lack of interaction, they are enriching and empowering the cartels. And we've seen this. We know that fentanyl numbers are record numbers. They're way above what they were last year. So the cartels are using this to smuggle more drugs in our country that's going to pollute the neighborhoods. We know that as a result of the Biden administration's failure to deport people that have deportation orders, we're pending a federal judge's order right now. She asked some tough questions to the Biden administration. And we hope we're going to win because we're right on the law because the law requires for people to be reported. But literally, Sean, you have people that are being released from prisons in Arizona, and Texas, other places, people that have been convicted of serious crimes, assaults, rapes, all these crimes that ICE will not pick up because the Biden administration is cutting or undercutting the agents from Border Patrol and ICE. They can't do their jobs. These people are being released into our communities. And I would say this to Kamala Harris. You know, I've invited her to the border. If she, the root causes of immigration. By
2: the way, have you ever heard think, back? Not even a a, no, a letter, a note. They tell, us, they tell us to pound sand, Sean. It's it's
5: ridiculous. We we've, we've reached out and. It shows that they care more about people living in Central America than they do about the American taxpayers. We're on, we're on pace to have more than 2 million people illegally cross the border.
2: I know that they, in the dark of night, are, are shipping illegal immigrants into 48 states, but, you know, a lot of the financial burden, a lot of people end up staying in Arizona. Uh, what does that mean for Arizona taxpayers? Don't they have to pay for food and shelter and water and health care and education? Yes,
5: yes, yes, yes. Everything you just said, that's the problem, is that there's consequences. We know the Biden administration has signed at least $87 million in contracts to house people that have illegally crossed our southern border. And we know that there's more. In fact, we've asked for a contract that they just signed for a hotel, a nice, really nice area in Phoenix, Scottsdale and Shea. People know where Scottsdale is or Paradise Valley. They're going to house up to 2,000 people in a detention center. They have not coordinated with us. They haven't told us any information. we tried to figure out, like, well, what happens if, you know, people are released? Um, There's a school right by there. There's a senior center right by there. The Biden administration has implemented a policy that says that in certain areas uh, they're not going to enforce immigration law and arrest people. So does that mean if someone leaves and they have a criminal record, they're going to be able to go into the senior center or the school or anywhere else? We know that we do know that the Biden administration has reached out to local school officials to tour that facility, not law enforcement, you know, not anybody like that, but school officials. And that means, I think what it means, because they won't tell us, but we think that means that they're preparing so they can have a bunch of kids attend the Scottsdale Public Schools. So, you know, this affects taxpayers, Sean, on so many different levels. You know, now you're going to have a district having to hire new teachers, English and second language teachers and you're creating incentives, or not you, but the Biden administration is creating these incentives. And so we're paying for this, whether it's in law enforcement with uh, the record number of chases now, um, uh, where you have local sheriffs having to get more pursuits and chases, which endangers public safety. We're going to pay for it in more drugs coming into our country, and that polluting our neighborhoods. We're going to pay for it when the crimes of the cartels become more powerful and more wealthy and powerful to intimidate folks. And then, you know, you just talked about the cost as federal and state taxpayers, when it comes to health care, when it comes to education. I mean, we literally now are paying to be, you know, we're housing folks that have come across the border legally. We're paying for their child care. We're going to pay for their health care. We're going to pay for their education and all these benefits. And it's not fair to taxpayers. And if we want to have a same policy when it comes to immigration, what the Biden administration has done is exactly the antithesis to it. And I'm going to say, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, $310 million of taxpayer money. If they want to know what the root causes of immigration are, it's because America is the greatest country in the world. People want to come here, but we have to have an orderly system. You can't just uh, create incentives financially and not enforce the law because you're going to end up with exactly what we have here now, where the system is getting overwhelmed on so many levels.
2: Well, uh, we're going to watch this race very, very closely. Uh, I think this is a bellwether Senate election. I mean, we have Florida, Georgia, North and South Carolina. We have New Hampshire. We have Wisconsin. We have Ohio. Uh, we have Arizona. We have Alaska. A uh, lot of lot of interesting races that are gonna uh, that mean a lot for twenty twenty two. Attorney General uh, Mark Burnovich, thank you for being with us. If people wanted to uh, find you again, how do they find you? It's Berno for azcom It's P R N O. That, that's how you spell it for short.
5: Yes, yes, so berno Yes, B R N O F O R A Z dot com. for A Z dot
2: com. we wish you the best We're way to my... follow this race, and that would be a seat that I'd love the Republicans to pick up. We need it desperately. We need that seat. We need that seat desperately. Anyway, sir, thank you. We appreciate you being with us. Quick break. Right back. Your calls on the other side. Straight ahead.
3: You'll hear what everyone really thinks in D.C. This is the Sean Hannity Show.
2: All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Let's get to our busy phones. Uh, Karen is in the beautiful sunshine state of Florida where they have no state income tax and they have no estate tax. How are you?
10: It is a beautiful place, Sean. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I wanted to say regarding Hunter's emails using the N-word. I am not surprised in the least. He is his father's son. He was raised by Joe Biden um, and will probably suffer no consequences because of it. It's that double standard you've been speaking of uh, for the last few months. Um, And when you talk about the systemic and coordinated, those are my words, injustices against Trump in particular and conservatives in general, that, that double standard is very clear. And I just wanted to ask, or just say the same playbook used against trump and conservatives right now and some republicans is the exact playbook that blacks have been complaining about for hundreds of years in america and the, well, the same well, way
2: I, I, but i pointed this out I, I i don't mean to interrupt but I, i've been pointing this out for years every two years every four years you know, this is the Democratic playbook, you know, 1998 radio ad. If you elect Republicans, black churches will burn, um, you know, Republicans. And Al Gore going into his African-America preacher voice and the wrong agenda for African-American. They don't even want to count you in the census or put you all back in chains. And I can go on and on. And, you know, it's like my father was killed all over again. in, in 2000, that ad. But now it's worse. Now it's like almost every issue. You know, now Democrats are so angry that Joe Manchin is not going along with this unconstitutional HRSR1 uh, that would not bring any integrity to future elections. They're calling him a racist. and, And yet every major media outlet has ignored Hunter's use of the N word. Every major media outlet ignored Joe's partnership with Robert Byrd, the guy that filibustered the 64 Civil Rights Act to stop integration of schools because he didn't want public schools to be racial jungles. It's it, Karen, you take it from here. I, it's they don't want to tell the truth that only when they can turn this into a political issue, does it become an issue?
10: So it leads me to one question for you, Sean, I've been dying to ask you this. you have a remarkable library of videos and audio of a lot of these flip-flops from Biden and others. And when he's speaking about the racial jungles and when he's saying all of these things, and, you know, there's a, there are millions of people who don't believe it's true when you say it. When will you provide for us so we can purchase? I don't care if you put it on your website, but we need a nice 30-minute video of clips of the flip-flops, of every single aspect of what Biden has said, showing the flip-flops. We would love it. Other people can see it for themselves, and you don't have to keep...
2: Beating um, horse. I, I, I give that? it away for free. I just haven't made a a library or compilation available. But, you know, it, it's certainly a signature of both our radio show and the TV show. And that is we show you what they said before and what they're sho- what they're saying now. Like this week, uh, Barack Obama was weighing in on racial issues and I just interspersed Joe Biden to his comments. And, and that's not anything that anyone else that I know of in the media mob does. And the only thing you have to do is we need you three hours a day on radio, one hour a night on TV. That's not that much to ask among friends, right, Karen?
10: <laughs> Absolutely. Except many of the people we're trying to get that information to are not you know, your you, friends.
2: I like your I <laughs> do like your idea. Them. Maybe we'll do montages, radio, montages, TV. We'll put them up on Hannity.com, Linda, that would that would probably be a lot of work, right?
4: Are you asking me to do it, or are you telling me? I'm not
2: asking. I'm asking. You know how how big a project would I be putting on everybody? A big because we're busy all day. I mean, making new montages. All right, we're gonna. I like your idea in principle. Let me see. Let me talk with my team after. I don't want to put them on the spot on live radio. Okay.
10: Wonderful. Please, Linda. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you.
2: All right. Thank you. I'll do my best. By the way, it's easy for me to say. Yeah, get that done. Everyone's like rolling their eyes. What in ten minutes? You know these things take time. Oh, big time, AJ, Houston, Texas. What's going on, baby? How are you? Big time, Sean Hannity. I can't scream it out. I'm trying. I'm trying to go easier on the vocal cords. I got your back.
6: I got your back. Hey, but I got to do a Linda. First of all, the biggest threat we got. to No, 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 Uh, AJ,
2: AJ. If you're gonna do Linda. You gotta do it right. First of all,
1: no, he's gotta do it his way.
10: AJ's got his own thing. (laughs) I can't, I can't imitate AJ.
2: Wait a minute. First of all,
6: well,
10: uh, let me let me help you out.
2: First, say the word. I'll teach you a couple of words. Say coffee. Coffee. (laughs) Say talk radio. Talk radio. Come on. No, no, no. It's got to be talk. It's got to be I love, that he,
4: I love that he tries to say it in a pull New York accent. And he goes, come on. Talk,
2: talk radio. Let me hear it. Talk radio. Oh, you man, you're wait. helpless. You know. Wait a minute. Talking and it today. goes, hey, wait, first of all. Again.
6: But wait a minute. First of all, you're talking to a white guy on the radio. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, man. Hey, and, and, and third of and the, the serious of it all, America, I'm sick of the race game. I'm tired. I'm tired of these white liberals bamboozing the black folks. I'm tired of the black liberals bamboozing the black folks to hate people. All we see is videos of blacks running around knocking people down, walking people out, and they call it white supremacists. People, we are tired. And we need Republicans. Don't come on, Sean. Don't come on, everybody. Show and just talk, talk, talk. We need you to start doing some walking because the Democrats don't care who they hurt, how they hurt them, and y'all sit back and take the medicine. Sean can do it all. Joe can do it all. And God bless Rush. He did it. But don't go it if, if Republicans don't. We send you to work for us. We gotta work every day. We can't be doing. That's what we send y'all up there for to fight. Is willing to take the licks and keep on ticking like bad Donald Trump does. I mean, John, it's a joke and that word Joe Biden used, I'm going to change it. Hey, people, rappers, everybody, instead of using that word that Al Sharpton's supposed to have buried, just use big time. That's
2: all you got to do. Oh, wait to a minute. I got tape of Al name. Sharpton saying that, that word about David Dinkins, the first African American mayor of New York. Come on. And yeah. I got that tape. That's in the archives.
6: Yes. You want to be the only on television. The only in the newspaper. The only can talk. Don't cover them. Don't talk to them. Because you got the only problem. Because you know if a black man stood up next to you, they would see you for the whore that you really are.
2: Man, that that That's part of the archives.
6: And that's part of the lies that they told. And right quick, Sean, right quick. Hey, uh, parents, get on these teachers, get on them doggone unions, and stop letting them indoctrinate our kids from college to preschool, from everywhere. We tired, Sean. We tired. And if twenty two going to be? Go, you can't get
2: tired. You got to stay in the fight. I'm telling everybody now, to. engage. No,
6: we tired of what they're doing. All
2: so hands on people to get it. Exactly. All hands on deck, period. Big All right, time. big time. Push we love y'all. you. We love you. You're the best. Julie is in Kansas. Hey, Julie, how are you?
11: Hi, Sean. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today. Thank you. Um, I called in because I wanted to talk about the issue of the vaccine vaccines with service members, um, especially with what has come to light with natural immunity and how natural immunity is very effective and long lasting. Many service members already have natural immunity uh, because they already had coronavirus. Uh, they didn't get to just stay at home, you know, when everybody else did. They were still working. They were on the front lines and they've already recovered from COVID. And now they are facing massive amounts of pressure and coercion to take what is supposed to be a voluntary vaccine because it is not fully FDA approved. And when I say they're facing coercion and pressure, what I'm talking about is the fact that people who have declined the voluntary vaccine, they're being told that they can't use uh, fitness facilities, that they can't use certain dining facilities, that they're not allowed to take. Well,
2: I mean, uh, but, but that, that they're not using the science what you're describing, oh, I like Crinks, yeah, we had vaccinated Joe yesterday, wearing a mask while visiting American troops in in the UK, and I'm like, well, if you want to know where vaccine hesitancy is coming from, well, look at the mixed messages of Joe.
11: Yes, and that's another thing is the the masking. You know, service members who have taken the voluntary vaccine. They no longer have to wear the mask, but those who have declined, even if they have natural immunity, are still required to mask, and
2: they well, don't. Do, do, we, do we not trust the science from the Cleveland Clinic that we discussed yesterday?
11: No, because it's not about immunity; it's about control. That's that's it. The bottom line: it's about control, and they have proven that they do not care about the mental and physical wellness of our service members. There are deployed service members overseas right now defending our nation who cannot use the gyms overseas because they have declined a voluntary vaccine. And I would just like to point out this quick fact that to date, to date, only 26 service members across all branches, active duty National Guard and Reserves, only 26 have died with COVID, not necessarily from COVID, just COVID positive. And when you compare that to the numbers of suicides in 2020, there were over 600 service member suicides. Just, so in the of 20, just in the fourth quarter of 2020, there was a 25% increase when compared to 2019. And they keep our soldiers from using the fitness facilities that help them with their physical and mental wellness. It's just wrong.
2: I don't disagree. It's sad. I Listen, I, I don't believe in mandatory vaccinations. It's happening in the NFL, too. Uh, I don't believe that you... I believe in medical privacy. Every American now has been told that the vaccine works. Every American now has an opportunity to get vaccinated. Now, if you choose not to, you're doing so knowing the risk. And if other people make the same decision and you transmit the virus to each other then that is a risk that you have assumed. And you got to live with your decision. I, I, I actually have faith in people and their ability to discern what is best for them. I urge people to take it seriously. I urge people to research extensively. I urge people to take their unique medical condition into account, talk to their doctor, their doctors, medical professionals they trust, and then make your decision from a position of, You know, look, if I had been telling everybody and a lot of pressure was brought to bear on me to tell everybody what to do, I'm telling everyone to take it seriously and do what I just said. But I can't. I don't know anybody's medical condition. I don't know anything about anybody's medical. I have no idea if you have any comorbidities, Julie, or pre-existing conditions or any compromised immune issues. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. If you had COVID and now... The Cleveland Clinic is saying vaccinations don't do a damn thing to add protection for you. Well, is that science? Are we supposed to listen to that science? I mean, I'm, I just, I refuse to go down that that road and play doctor. Just like, you know, I'm not going to tell people how to invest their money. I talk about things that interest me. I, I've never been a, a somebody that trusts the stock market. Um, I, I, You know, but I just... Everybody's got to inform themselves, I believe, in the power of individuals to make good decisions. Everybody knows about masks. Everybody knows about social distancing. Uh, Everybody knows there are three vaccines available. Not everybody knows there's a difference between, say, Moderna and Pfizer and the science behind that vaccine versus Johnson & Johnson. I prefer the Johnson & Johnson old-fashioned way of vaccinations. I believe in science. I believe in vaccinations. You know, people have saying, well, you need to tell us, did you get your vaccine? I'm not telling you. It's none of your business. It's none of your business. It's up to us. We, the people, we get to decide. And you know what? Think of how how important that mistake is. Rand Paul was right. He had COVID. He didn't get vaccinated, but he got excoriated. And now the science is proving he was right. And that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on Fox the mob double standards with Hunter, the N-word, the double standard on, oh, riots, the double standard on pretty much everything. And why is the Congressional Black Caucus blocking an African-American Republican that wants to join? Also, the media mob that is out there and their report, oh, Donald Trump was redeemed on the Lafayette Square Park incident. Oh, but we can, we'll just make fun of it. Unbelievable. And the disastrous border policies will update you what's going on there. Uh, Joe Biden calls Russia the biggest threat to the U.S. Oh, no, now it's climate change. I changed my mind. I forgot what I had said in the past. All of that critical race theory, double standard on riots, and much more 9 Eastern Hannity on Fox. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine.
3: under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com.
2: The Tunnel to Towers Foundation's mission is to do good and make sure we never forget that means never forgetting 9-11 never forgetting the soldiers the first responders that all risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities and never forgetting those who were sickened because of their service now the foundation is committed to helping those heroes their families and that means heroes like retired air force lieutenant colonel michael Cardoz. now lieutenant colonel michael Cardoz served his country for 20 years he received numerous commendations including a bronze star and during his time overseas, he was exposed to toxic burn pits. Now, 18 hours after being diagnosed with service-related cancer, sadly, he passed away. Tunnel to Towers then paid off the mortgage on the family home, enabling his widow and his six children to stay in that home, and that removed a huge financial burden. Donate 11 bucks a month. Just go to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation.